God bless you all. What's going on? Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Bible Read Aloud podcast. It's your brother Tim, aka Talent. Um, on this podcast, we read the scriptures and we offer light commentary with the hopes of edifying and encouraging you. And also, we want to grow together with you. Right? Because faith comes from hearing and hearing the word of God. So, as we go through these scriptures, not only are you growing, but myself, and if I have guests, which I do not today, they are growing as well. We grow as well. So, we grow together, all right? We should never be complacent. We should never settle. Um, we should always want to grow in our walk of faith. We want to know, we want to know the Lord more and learn about him and mature in our walk okay just like any healthy relationship we don't want to stay the same that we were yesterday we want to grow in intimacy grow in fellowship grow in the connection same thing with the lord our god he wants to be more intimate with us okay he loves us that much and fellowship is extremely important to the lord and that involves us knowing him and spending time with him. Believe it or not, this counts for that. Why? Because where two or more are gathered together, there he is in the midst. Uh, even though we are not physically together right now, the Lord knew where technology would eventually get to. So us in connection right now, I believe would still be considered a gathering, all right? And since we are in agreement and reading the scriptures, I believe he's here in the midst, all right? And again, if you're a believer anyway, you have the Holy Spirit with you always. Jesus said before he ascended to heaven, and lo, I am with you even until the end of the age. And we know that the triune God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, He's always with us, okay? That being said, this matters right here. This fellowship matters. Us together, growing together, this counts, okay? So, this counts in our relationship with him, okay? Um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. We are starting a new series. We are fresh off of what I believe was, a, was an extremely edifying series. Um, the common biblical expressions, not only edifying, I thought it was very unique. God, when God gave me that idea, I'm like, wow, this is great, God. And it's also very different, very unique, uh, not something that I've ever been taught, at least not in this manner. Not that it's like super profound, but very practical, I thought, was that that previous series that we just did. And I thank God for giving it to me. And uh, allowing me and my guests, when I had them, to be able to articulate the points that we wanted to get out. And I, I thought it was a very edifying conversation once again. But that series is over and we are now starting something new. I'm titling this series, The Way. All right. And The Way actually comes from Acts. Um, I actually, let me pull that up real quick. The Way book of Acts. Uh, basically, essentially when... They were calling the earliest Christians, the earliest followers of Jesus, 
they were saying that is the way. All right, so that's found in Acts 9-2, Acts 19-9, 23, uh, Acts 22, verse 4, Acts 24, 14. So they call it the way, which is basically followers of Jesus Christ, which which is the followers of Jesus Christ. Um, that's what they're calling them throughout the book of Acts. So this series is called The Way. All right, and this first title is New Life. All right, so The Way, part one, first title, New Life. All right, no guests today, like I already mentioned. Um, my initial thoughts about this topic, the new life in Christ, all right? We're going to get to this scripture, but I'm going to say it now early. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, one that is worth committing to memory. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation, a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new, all right? So when we, are, when we come to faith in Christ, we're new creations. The old has passed away. Now, I committed that scripture to memory probably four years ago, at least. Why do I know that? Because I, <laughs> I said it in the introduction of a song that I recorded in 2017. So, um, <clears throat> and I typically, well, I edit my own music. So I hear the song over and over and over. And so I heard that scripture over and over and over. So I know I committed it to memory back then but it wasn't until maybe right now it's 2021 the spring of 2021 it wasn't until maybe about a month or two ago at the most that i was thinking on this scripture and my pastor shout out to pastor ken uh we were reflecting on mistakes and errors sins of the past and i caught myself dwelling on the worst, probably the one, one of the worst sins that I ever committed. Now, sin is sin, but something from my own human minds, from my, from a human perspective, let me say that. When I was reflecting on one of my worst sins from human standards, from a human's perspective, I was like condemning myself a little bit, or at least feeling bad. And, um, Pastor Ken just brought up the scripture. No, that that's not us anymore. We are literal, literally new creations. So I received that, and you can receive that too, because you we are not that person anymore. That's why in Romans, he it can say Romans eight one I believe there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So though we might might have commit committed the worst of sins, God has forgiven and forgotten and removed our sin. And we are new creations in him. So that ain't me no more. That being said, new life. Let's talk about it. All right. The things we do should change. The activities we engage in should look different as we embrace our walk of faith. Our lifestyle should change. Okay. It should be noticeable. And I already talked about 2 Corinthians uh, 5.17. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 13.11. And I'm using right now, I'm using the NLT, which is the New Living Translation. 
And this is another foundational scripture for this study. Paul the Apostle writing his first letter to the people of Corinth, he says in verse 11, chapter 13, the first book of Corinthians, he says, when I was a ch the first letter to the Corinthians, he says, when I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. All right. Essentially, we are immature prior to Christ. When we come to Christ and we grow in our walk of faith, we should mature. All right. Paul also speaks about receiving the spiritual milk or the milk of the word, meaning that it meaning it's like it's light. All right. It's it's easy to digest. It's easy to eat. Like when you're a newborn, you drink milk because that's all that's all you can handle. As you grow, you receive the meat of the word because you can handle more. Same as when you're a baby growing into a, a, a when you're just growing, you eventually can receive meat, literal meat. You can eat meat. Um, Paul speaks about as we grow in our walk of faith, we should be able to receive greater doctrine. All right. We should change and be able to spiritually discern different things. We should become wiser. We should understand the scriptures better. Our walk of faith should change. All right. We are no longer children. We got to grow up. Paul expects maturity and, and the Lord, more importantly, expects maturity in our walk of faith. That is the sanctification process. All right. We should be growing, becoming more and more Christ-like every day. So when we're not growing, we should be concerned, all right? But doing things like this, Bible studies, fellowship, prayer, reading the Bible, going to church, all these things will help us mature in our walk of faith, all right? So part two, not part two, but uh, section number two, there's four requirements that I want to talk about, which I just mentioned, uh, that are requirements for Christian growth, Okay. I just mentioned them. I just um, ran through them real quick, but I'm going to go through it again slowly. The first one, we have to attend a church, all right? It's very important to find a church home. I was not born in the church. Many of my peers now grew up in the church. I did not grow up in the church. I probably went one or two times for the first 25 years of my life. Crazy to think about because now it's like my favorite thing to do is to attend any type of church activity. Um, but attending church is a requirement for spiritual growth. So take the time to find a church home. Make sure it fits, it's comfortable, it's sound, biblical doctrine. Maybe not comfortable, but <laughs> make sure it fits, right? But it's more importantly, sound biblical doctrine. And... Um, it fits for you, like, you know, location-wise and, um, yeah, things like that. So, because little things can can discourage or, or <sighs> let me not go there. Let me not go there. But I do know, because I was going to say, I do know people who travel mad far to go to a church that they feel is their church home. But after a while, that travel becomes burdensome, and eventually they're like, I can't do this no more. So it's got to be practical. Let me say that. But it's definitely got to be sound biblical doctrine all right i'll leave it at that must attend church that is from hebrews chapter 10 verse 25 i'm gonna be in the nlt 
this whole Bible study. Uh, Hebrews 10, 25 reads, And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. All right. Another translation says, let us not, let us not forsake the assembly of the brethren, meaning we got to come together. All right. That's what church is for. We come together. There's encouragement. There's growth. There's teaching. All of that. It's very important in our growth. So the number two thing for our uh, n- number two requirement for our spiritual growth as a Christian is to read the Bible regularly. All right. And our scripture for that is we'll go to second Corinth, uh, excuse me, second Timothy chapter three, verses 16 and 17. Um, I'm going to use the NLT for the rest of this Bible study. I think I already said that. All right, and it reads, all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are, when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. Verse 17, God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do Every good work. All right. So we need the scriptures, which is why it's a requirement for our our growth, because because God uses the scriptures to prepare and equip us to do every good work. All right. It is it's inspired by God. It teaches us what's true, makes us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us and teaches us to do what is right. So if we want to grow as a believer, we got to be in the word. And notice the very first part of verse 16, all scripture. All right. Yes. The Old Testament was written to a certain audience. During a certain time. By certain authors. You know what I'm saying? Et cetera, et cetera. But still. Within that. As believers, as the as the people of God, we can use this and God can use it to equip us and to prepare us for every good work, to correct us, to teach us, to instruct us. All right? That's all scripture. It's beneficial. So let us also go to the Old Testament now. Let's go to Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. And it reads... Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. The word of God. We should be constantly reading the Bible if we want to grow. It's a requirement for Christian growth. Amen. Amen. Number three, pray regularly. Pray regularly. All right, let's go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17, and that reads, Never stop praying. Never stop praying. Let's go to Luke 18.1. Um, this is Jesus. Uh, Je- well, sorry. It says, One day Jesus 
told his disciples a story to show that, that they should always pray and never give up. Always pray and never give up. I'll go to one more. Let's go to Psalm 116, verse 2. And that reads, well, I'll start with verse 1 for this one. It says, I love the Lord because he hears my voice and my prayer for mercy. Because he bends down to listen, I will pray as long as I have breath. As long as I have breath, I will pray. All right? God hears us. All right? He hears our voice. Pray. Always pray. Pray without ceasing. Pray regularly. Okay? Sometimes we're formal. Dear Heavenly Father, King of kings, Lord of lords, the God of creation, I come before you humbly with thanks, boldly coming to your throne of grace to obtain mercy. You know, sometimes we're very uh, formal. Let me say that. And it's right. We're right for that. All right. Some people use their prayer language, their prayer language, and they speak in tongues. Um, pray always. All right. But there's times where we can just walk and talk, go about our day and talk to the Lord just like you would talk to your mother or a best friend or your brother, somebody that you communicate with freely, all right, without restriction, without hindrance. You just speak to them like, God, what was I doing back there? Like, what was I thinking? Oh, man, please help me not make that mistake again. Um, help me get over that. Help me forget that. Or, you know, we're just talking to God or God, I got this, this, uh, interview coming up. I'm nervous. I don't know why, why I'm so worried right now, but Lord, just please be with me. You know, help me speak to these people, Lord. Help me with these nerves. Help me just find peace in this circumstance. I know you're with me. I know you're good. I know you can do it. And I'm asking for your help right now, God. So you can just walk and talk to God. Man, it's a beautiful day, Lord. I thank you for this creation. Thank you so much that I, that I uh, have life, have breath. Um, it's beautiful, God. I, I thank you for this, the sky. This, look at this. Look at this day. You know, you can just walk and talk to God. Pray regularly, all right? Because God loves you and desires fellowship with you. We can talk to God like we talk to a friend. We have a friend in Jesus, and we have our Heavenly Father who loves us dearly, and our Holy Spirit who is the advocate. He's with us. Let us pray always. Uh, the next, the fourth requirement, there's more. I just wanted to point out four big ones, is fellowship. Fellowship, all right? For me, before I get to the scriptures for that, this just means spending time with other believers, okay? Um, Proverbs 27, 17, iron sharpens iron. All right, when I'm spending time with other believers, we talk about life, the natural, from a spiritual perspective, we talk about scriptures, we talk about uh, relationships, we talk about anything, but we talk about it from a spiritual lens with, and we always bring scripture into the conversation. Okay, it's different than when we were in the world and we might, we might talk about the game or talk about what we did this past weekend 
right? Just or talk about the weather, like you know, real, just natural things. But when I'm in fellowship with other believers, it's deep conversation, um, thought-provoking conversation, and I love it. And I encourage it. God encourages it. It's what it's all about. All right, let's go to Matthew. 18, Matthew chapter 18, verses 19 and 20. All right, fellowship. Fellowship is important. Jesus speaking here. He says, I tell you the truth. Whatever you forbid, excuse me, verse 19, Jesus talking. I also tell you this. If two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. All right, so when we come together in agreement, there's power. There's power when we're praying together, when we come together in agreement. Verse 20, for where two or three gather together as my followers, I am there among them. All right. There's power in fellowship. God is the God of fellowship. All right. The God is the God of relationship. There's power in these relationships. So let us not try to walk this Christian life all by our lonesome. All right, sometimes we get so wise and so self-righteous that we're like, I'm trying to avoid people. I don't want to be stained by the world. Let me just do my own thing. No, there's no lone wolf. There's no lone wolf Christians. All right, don't go rogue. Spend time with other believers. Iron sharpens iron. This, that, and the third, you get it. Okay? So those are the four things. All right. Conclusion. All right, guys, once we put our faith in Jesus Christ, um, we should become active. All right. We should desire to know the Lord and devote ourselves to him. Okay, the Bible tells us to abide in him. And apart from him, we can do nothing. But when we abide in him, we will bear much fruit. All right. And what what is this? What is this fruit? All right. We we talked about it before on this podcast. Um, and you, if you're not familiar, you hear a lot of Christians talking about it. When we bear fruit, it's the fruit of the spirit. All right. Galatians chapter five, verses 22 and 23. Love. We start to show love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, meekness, and temperance. All right. We bear this fruit. We display these things in our lives when we abide in Christ. Okay. This is a part of our growth. This is what we should be displaying. Okay. And it requires continual devotion to the Lord. All right. Growing and growing in him from reading his word, going to church, studying the Bible, fellowshipping with other believers. All these things matter. Praying continually. All right. That's how we are going to abide in him. That's how we are going to bear fruit. All right. Um, just being around other believers, exchanging thoughts, ideas, and perspectives, discussing scripture, um, discussing life from a spiritual lens. All these things will help us to grow at to grow strong as Christians. All right. Um, build we're building on a strong foundation. All right. So when the storm hits, when the storm hits, because it's gonna hit everybody, these storms of life. They hit anybody. All right. We can stand firm. All right. And we can stand firm against the enemy as well, who desires to destroy us. Um, we can stand firm against him. 
all right? And also so we don't backslide, all right? Um, because we know that our spirit is willing, but our flesh is weak. So as long as we're in this flesh, we're warring against this flesh. Um, but when we devote ourselves to these things that I've talked about, um, it's going to keep us strong, all right? So let us not return to the ways of old. Let us be steadfast, trusting in the Lord always, okay? I hope this was encouraging. I hope you guys are inspired to grow. And if anybody's been uh, settling or, or feeling complacent or even backsliding, well, then I want to pray for you. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this word, for this message. It is timely. It is important. I thank you for putting it on my heart and giving me the capacity to deliver it. Lord, for anybody who's stagnant or even worse, backsliding, I pray for their strength to turn to you, to devote themselves back to you, all right, to read your word continually, to pray to you continually, to not be alone, but to get and surround themselves with other believers that they may edify one another, encourage one another, uplift one another, Lord. I pray that if they don't have a church home, that they go out and find a church home, Lord. Yes, Lord, make that process seamless for them and smooth for them. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for helping us in this walk. It's not always easy. It's not always easy, but your instructions are very simple. And what we need to do is to follow you, to trust in you, reading your word, praying, fellowship, and going to church. Lord, help us not go backwards. Help us to move forwards. Building on this strong rock, this foundation, that is you. You are unchanging, Lord. But you are also the God of redemption, and you have changed us. Help us to continue to change. That is sanctification. Our minds renewed daily, that we don't think like the world, like the rest of the world does. We are transformed. We thank you for this process. We thank you for uplifting and inspiring us even today for growth. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, everybody, I love you. Let's move forward. Let's keep growing. Stay tuned for the next episode. This is The Way, new series. That was part one, New Life. Stay tuned for part two. Love y'all. God bless you. Peace.